This podcast is brought to you by Shaw Business. Shaw Business offers a whole suite of smart solutions like smart Wi-Fi. With dedicated networks for you and your guests, smart Wi-Fi keeps everyone's connections separate, safe, and secure. And it reaches all corners of your business. So whether you're at your desk or in a meeting room, you're still connected and ready for business. Smart Wi-Fi is one way that Shaw Business is powering the entrepreneur. It's Calgary's podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. Hello, this is Mario Taniguzzi coming to you today with Calgary's podcast, a member of Canada's podcast network, where we talk to the entrepreneurs who are making it happen here in the city of Calgary, Alberta. Mike Morrison is the founder of Mike's Blogity Blog, a blog which this year celebrates its 13th anniversary. The blog covers all things pop culture here in Calgary and across Canada. Morrison also runs a series of digital marketing events, including Social East in Halifax, Next Big Thing, and Social West, which is now the largest digital marketing conference in Western Canada. Welcome to the show, Mike, and thanks for taking the time today to be here for our listeners. Thank you, Mario. How are you? I am great. Tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, and what your business is all about. Well, like most people that live in Calgary, I'm from Atlantic Canada. Uh, <laughs> uh, I moved here 12, uh, I guess 13 years ago, which is incredible. It's just gone flying by. Yeah, so I run, um, I run Mike's Blogity Blog, which started as just a hobby, you know, just like any other blog, just writing. And it's almost, I mean, looking back at all the things that ha- has happened with it, it's almost incredible to believe that that's my life, you know, that now the blog uh, is my full-time job and I actually just hired my first full-time employee this week so that's very exciting Uh, and then I've sort of spun that out into different things so the conferences Social West, Social East, Next Big Thing uh, and I do also write a Calgary by Bike which is a sort of a bike guide to Calgary and so uh, it's, it's been a busy few years but an awesome few years. Now did you need financing to start what you what you're doing? No, I didn't. No, I've never. Um, I mean, besides just using personal line of credit and personal credit cards, which I think a lot of people do uh, when they're getting started out, especially the conferences, you know, you have to put so much up front. You have to pay so many deposits before the ticket sales start rolling in. So, uh, no, I've never I've never gone like into, uh, you know, financing necessarily. But definitely now that I have an employee and we have grander ambitions, it's something that uh, I had to take a bit more seriously. Let's talk about those grander ambitions. What is your long-term vision for what you're doing and, and your plans for expansion? Yeah, it's tricky to say because when I left my job, I was a producer of breakfast television, actually, uh, which was like my last full-time job before I left to do the blog full-time. And, you know, I thought I'd be a professional writer, pitching stories and things like that. And I quickly moved on from that. Uh, That is a hard, hard way to make a living. And I have so much respect for uh, people who make writing their full-time job. And so, uh, you know, it's, uh, we want, we want to keep growing Social West. Uh, It's, it's very exciting. Exciting, and I, th- I think doing Social West and Social East in cities that people don't expect. And so you wouldn't expect that Calgary has the largest digital marketing conference. And you wouldn't expect, you know, when we when we decide to do a second event, 
everyone sort of assumed Toronto, Montreal, Vancouver, uh, you know, but I wanted to go home. I wanted to do it in Atlantic Canada because to me, the internet is the great equalizer and you can live in Nunavut or live in Vancouver or live in Toronto or Halifax, wherever, uh, and run really successful businesses using digital marketing and the internet. And so I wanted to expand, uh, you know, go home a bit more. So that's nice. I get to go home and uh, write it off as an expense now, which is great. Uh, and just, you know, it's keep growing that stuff and seeing um, before I had the employee, uh, it felt sort of, I was doing everything, but now already a few days in, I realized how little, how, how many opportunities I was missing and how many, you know, I, maybe I was actually only going at 60% on any one thing. And so now that there's two of us, it feels that we can go full steam ahead and really expand the business. What are the biggest benefits for you being an entrepreneur in Calgary? Uh, what are some of the good points of doing business here? And uh, maybe some of the tough things or challenges that you face that you that would be helpful for entrepreneurs to know about? I would say challenges um, is sort of that perception of Calgary. And so I think, uh, especially with Social West, uh, you know, we, we're going to have 700 people this year, which is, uh, we were only 300 about three years ago. So it's really exploded. Um, and I think a lot of people don't expect a conference, the caliber of Social West to be in Calgary. Uh, to, you know, do an event that has nothing to do with oil and gas or, you know, uh, Western heritage or things like that, you know. So I think that's that's always perception is convincing people in Toronto and Vancouver that we're doing super cool things here and it's really exciting here. But once they come, they get it and they get the word of mouth gets out and it's a lot easier. But when, I, when I'm working with bigger brands to bring in, they're always a bit skeptical because uh, the perception of Calgary is not the reality. Uh, but that reality, um, talking about the good stuff, is this city is an incredible place to do business um, in terms of uh, money. There's there's lots of money here. There's lots of people willing to spend money and work on projects. And um, I've always found the the cool thing about Calgary is it feels like no one's from here. I know that there's lots of people from here, but, uh, you know, um, and so no one ever asks uh, who, like, where you went to school or who your parents are, or how much money you have. It really is just, you know, do you do good work and can you prove it? Uh, and I think, uh, you know, for me, I, my parents instilled a really crazy work ethic uh, in me, maybe, maybe too much of a work ethic. Uh, uh, I really love working and I'm seeing the results of hard work. And I, the people I know um, that, are, that are doing the same, you know, this city uh, rewards hard work. Uh, any industry will tell you that here, and especially entrepreneurs. It's, it's a really exciting time as we move away from really being a city that's focused on one or two industries to saying what else is out there? What else can Calgary be? Uh, because other major cities like Toronto and Vancouver, like we get to compare ourselves to, they don't, they don't go through the booms and busts that Calgary tends to go through. And so I think anyone uh, would like to get away from that model. And so I think uh, the entrepreneurs and the small businesses are the way of, of growing that modern Calgary that we all want. Now, we do some of our best work outside the office. Um, for yourself personally, is there a place in Calgary, either close to where you live or work, that where you'd like to go to recharge, get inspired, maybe just even think about your business? Yeah, I, I mean, I spend a lot of time downtown. I live just outside of the downtown core. And um, I think for me, it makes me feel like I'm more of a real worker when I'm surrounded by people in suits and things like that, you know. And so uh, there's certainly coffee shops and coffee areas. My favorite lobby to work out of uh, is 8th Ave Place. The plus 15 Starbucks is really good. 
the Husky Tower has a really great lobby with high desks that you can work in. Uh, and for a while, um, you know, I've worked at I've worked at a few of the uh, co-working spaces, and those are really fantastic. Uh, most recently, I was at Work Nicer, and I just loved that experience. Um, I found I was I was home a lot, and uh, you know, just being able to bounce ideas off people and. Uh, I'm sort of an inch. I always say I'm an introvert trapped in an extrovert's career. So my career uh, dictates that I have to be out there and loud and vocal. And but my my natural state is at home, quiet, you know. But that's not necessarily always good to be as an entrepreneur. So the co-chair offices. Um, I've also started working at Mob Squad Cafe, which is this super cool ha- coffee shop on the 21st floor of the Edison. Uh, and you know it's open it's open to the public and so that space is incredible because it overlooks the city and the mountains uh, and it's it's just a different opportunity. Uh, hypothetical question for you imagine if you were to start all over again you just moved to Calgary but this time you don't know anyone knowing what you know now what would you do and how would you do it to start all over again as an entrepreneur? Well, I always tell every entrepreneur to the first thing they should do is get someone taking care of their books. So whether it's a bookkeeper or an accountant, uh, that's the biggest mistake I made for sure. Your inclination is to say, well, I don't have money uh, to hire someone, Uh, you know, and you can get a good bookkeeper. It's an investment because I waited way too long. I only started working with bookkeepers and accountants like two or three years ago. And one of the first things they did was show me all the money I had wasted uh, by not claiming things, by not keeping track of things, invoices that I hadn't followed up on, things like that. Um, And that harsh reality, you know, uh, scared the crap out of me. And I'm still scared of it to this day because uh, here I was thinking I wasn't making enough to afford a, a bookkeeper. But in reality, I was losing thousands and thousands of dollars a year. Uh, because I didn't have one. And so that would be my first thing. And also just be a bit malleable. So have your idea of what you want to do. But sometimes, yeah, every now and then you're going to take a job that isn't super interesting, but it might pay the bills that month. But make sure you stay on track towards your goal of what you want to do. What you want to do might not necessarily be what you end up doing. Um, So enjoy the ride. What does the first hour of your day look like when you get up in the morning? Like, do you have a specific ritual or routine to get you motivated to start your day? Oh, no, not that. No, it's funny. I really don't. Um, I'm very lucky. I sort of get to sleep in a bit. Uh, but I always say that I'm, I, I work later as well. So sure, sometimes I'm getting up at eight or nine, but I'm usually working till about midnight. So no, it's, you know, just get coffee and play with my cat and, um, yeah, it's a pretty boring routine. I, I probably should work out or something, but I don't. <laughs> now, do, do you think entrepreneurs have to be weird or unique in a sort of positive way, I guess, uh, or just wired differently? Yeah, I mean, that's interesting. I don't, that's, I don't know if like everyone can be an entrepreneur or not. I mean, I never would have thought like uh, my dad says he has four kids and the one to become like the business owner would have been me. I would have been the last one on that list. You know, I, there was nothing about my life that indicated that I would be running businesses and running conferences and hiring people and things like that. So I do think that's part of Calgary. I think that changed me, you know, seeing the opportunities. And when I look around, when I go to say something like market collective, which is an artisan's fair here in the city, uh, you know, and there's 200 local makers there, you know, I look around at that and I, I think, 
how can I do that? What can I do? And that's, that was sort of the origins of Calgary by bike was, I, I think I might like working at festivals and selling stuff. Turns out I don't, but it was, <laughs> it was neat to try it. And I loved Calgary by bike, but instead we just sell it in stores now, as opposed to going to markets and stuff. I think being surrounded by people doing different things here has been really, really helpful. It's a different track than I thought, but it's an, it's an awesome one. But I think having confidence, but like you don't have to be born confident, uh, you know, just being confident in, in what you're doing is right. Uh, one of the things I'm really proud of is so all of my conferences from day one, we've always paid people, every speaker, every photographer, every person involved gets paid. Uh, and that is actually shockingly very, very rare. Did I pay them as much as I wanted to the first second years? Absolutely not. Uh, every year I try to, you know, increase what people are getting paid and things like that. And that, so that's something I'm real that puts wind in my sails because I know that um, I'm paying people uh, who deserve to be paid, but also I know that they're going to make the events better because uh, I don't know about you, but if I'm being paid to do something, I do a lot better job than if I'm doing it for free. Uh, so, uh, you know, so knowing that the attendees are going to come and get something really amazing out of the events is something that I'm very proud of. What books are you currently reading? And are there, are there any books that you would recommend entrepreneurs should read? Oh, that's a good one. Um, oh my God, I'm a terrible person. I don't read a lot. <laughs> um, do you know where I do a lot of my reading? So I, I obviously I'm interested in digital marketing. And so um, I always tell people Hootsuite, which is a fantastic uh, Canadian company out of Vancouver. Uh, you know, they have a social media management platform, but they also have uh, really great blogs that help small businesses and entrepreneurs tackle digital marketing problems um, from beginner to advanced. Uh, they're all free. You don't have to be a member or anything like that. And they really break it down for you. So I do spend lots of time on there. Um, and then I, I honestly just read like local books. If there's a book with a wizard in it, I'm probably reading that. But uh, one of the things I'm, I'm looking forward to doing now that I have someone helping me grow the company is spending a bit more time developing uh, you know, a business strategy. It sort of feels like I've just been rolling with the, um, not rolling with the punches because the punches have been good, but, you know, going with the flow and come, taking the opportunities as they come. Uh, but now that, you know, I'm going to have a schedule and now that I have, uh, you know, I'm setting myself up with payroll, which I've never done before. Like, I honestly have no idea how much money I make because I've always just moved money around. And so this year is really going to make me feel like a business owner. And then I hope with that comes time to find more books and find things that um, I do find inspiring. The podcast of my choice is, I think a lot of people's is Terry O'Reilly's uh, Under the Influence. And one of the reasons I like that is because it's about the history of marketing. And that's, I can, I, I don't get inspired by much. There's not much uh, that a marketing guru can tell me to inspire me. Uh, my mortgage inspires me. So, um, so, but I love Terry's podcast because it's the history of marketing and explains why companies did things and what worked and what didn't. And that to me is incredibly helpful and really sort of fills my creative tank and, and experimenting with my business. What online or offline tools do you use on a daily basis? Um, so I'm like, a, I'm, I'm a weirdo in the digital marketing world. So I use like all the native apps. So I use like Twitter.com and Facebook.com and things like that. Um, I don't go far without my phone. I really like taking camera uh, photos. And so I'm always taking photos. I don't know. Like I think sometimes maybe entrepreneurs get bogged down with, I need this, I need that to get my business going and all those sorts of things. And, I don't, I don't really rely on too much 
you know, I, I, I need my computer and I need to put money in my bank account. And so whatever I can do to do that is what motivate is what motivates me. Yeah. I don't, yeah, it's interesting. How do you balance work and your busy, you know, your busy work and uh, time and, and your personal life and how do you relax, not think about work? Are there favorite things you'd like to do in Calgary? Oh yeah. So, um, my biggest problem is I turn everything into a job. So, uh, anything I like doing, I, I'm like, how can I make money doing this? Uh, you know, Calgary by bike or, you know, I like talking to people about digital marketing. So I created social West. And so that's my biggest fault. So one thing I found has been a nice reprieve from working all the time is the, uh, dodgeball. I actually play dodgeball every Monday night. Uh, and it always surprises people cause I'm, by nature, not an athletic person, um, but there's something about it. It's so cathartic and it's sweaty and it's, uh, has nothing to do with my business. And no one there is asking me about my business, just like I'm not asking about their businesses. And, um, I've really found that. And I've always been a bit of an old soul. I love going for walks. I tend to go for a walk, uh, every night, uh, 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock or so, you know, just, just listening to the sounds of the city. I'm from, I'm from Fredericton, which is a small city. Uh, New Brunswick, and I, I'm still 12, 13 years later. I love big city lights. I love the sounds, and so listening to all that stuff is where I find, uh, you know, peace and relaxation. So, if you weren't doing what you're doing now, what would you like to do for a profession or as a career? Uh, that's a good one. I mean, because I'm not doing what I thought I would be doing. Uh, is it so different? You know, I actually have a degree. I have an education degree. And I have a degree in Spanish, which is very strange and different. Um, I, you know, I graduated with a class of university from a class of six people with Spanish degrees. Um, so uh, I honestly don't know because this is this is I, I'm loving this so much. I really, um, you know, every day is super fun that it would be weird to think about doing anything else. Yeah, it's it's tricky. I actually I honestly never think about what I would be doing what I'd be doing if I wasn't doing this. What about a job you wouldn't want to do? Oh, I mean, basically anything. No. <laughs> you know, you know what? One of the things I think when I started uh, being an entrepreneur, I started thinking about it was that guilt. You know, uh, you know, I'd get up and be like, oh, I have to get up at seven and I have to work from eight to five because that's what a, a normal person does. That's what a real worker does because I didn't feel like a real worker. Uh, but that nine to five life, when I look back at my jobs and I mean, any boss that I had would tell you this, like there was something in my DNA that I cannot work nine to five. Like I, I just, um, when someone says like, when my work is done for the day, I, I don't understand why I have to keep sitting there, you know, like it, it's very strange to me. Um, and maybe that's the later millennial in me, but uh, you know, my work's tends to always be done. It's just done at different times. And so that, that sort of that nine to five and I get that people have to do it and it's, it's great. And, they love it, but there's something in me that I just never could do it. In business, is there a favorite word, quote, or phrase that you like to use? Um, well, that's a good one. Uh, <laughs> God, this is, I'm so bad. I'm not inspired by anything, Mario. I'm just like working all the time. I think this is terrible. I don't have one off, off the top of my head. I'm sorry. <laughs> no worries. What about one that, that is a least favorite? <laughs> is there anything oh, you don't I mean, like to hear? I, I hate the word inspiration. I've sort of hit it at that so much. Like, come, come hear this inspiring talk. Come here, come be inspired by this person, blah, blah, blah. Like that inspirational talk thing. And I get it for some people. Uh, I just, um, if I'm going to spend four or $500 on a ticket, I need to learn 
to do something better tomorrow or today on my computer. Uh, I'm not super interested in hearing, you know, these inspirational quotes, those kind of things. They don't they don't do much for me. And of course, the word in my industry right now is influencer and influencer marketing. Uh, it's a buzzword and it drives me nuts. And I certainly get called. Technically, what I do is influencer marketing. Uh, but I always say that anyone that's an actual, anyone with actual influence is not calling themselves an influencer. You know, I'm not going around being like, hey, I want to be an influencer. And I was getting my beard trimmed today. And I was talking to the guy that does it. And he's like, yeah, he's like, people call and say, I'm an influencer. Will you do cut my hair for free and things like that? And uh, I mean, he's savvy enough to know that no one good is doing properly is calling around doing that but there's so many businesses that hear you know oh you have to work with influencers you have to hear work with influencers and then someone calls and says they're an influencer they tend to not know that that's not real and so uh, that influencer marketing thing is certainly tricky for me if you had to pick one or two words to describe yourself what would they be and why i would say uh tenacious, you know, and um, probably a bit stubborn. Um, you know, I really love working. I really, um, I'll die on many hills, probably too many hills. I, I often say, uh, you know, like my body is scattered among like 20 hills in Calgary right now because there's so much there. I do care about a lot of things, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm a unique type of business where I um, I'm very vocal about politics uh, and I'm very my name is my business, which is always very tricky. Um, you know, when I'm saying things politically or saying things about other issues that are sort of hot topic issues, it's very risky. Um, but there's something about me where I just can't not do it. So uh, I'm definitely stubborn and tenacious is it's, you know, I have to find every morning, I don't necessarily know how I'm making money, you know, um, I could hear from a PR agency that wants to work with me on an influencer campaign. And that's great. Uh, or I could not hear from one for two months and I have to figure something else out. And so uh, it's, it's scrappy and it's, it's figuring out how now how I pay a second person on top of me, which is incredibly exciting and terrifying. Is there anything that keeps you up at night? Everything. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I, last year, you know, three, four months before the conference, uh, you know, my line of credit was maxed, my visa was maxed because I was paying for the conference and, you know, I'm waiting for ticket sales to come in. And that's, that's terrifying when you don't have uh, money to come through, you know, but you have to, to like shake yourself off. You have to look at your track record and you have to believe that it's going to be okay. And so that the money is, as a small business definitely gets really scary, um, especially in terms of running events, you know, Social West, costs me about $180,000 before I make a penny. And so when I think of that, especially with my East Coast lens on where $100,000 is a lot of money, uh, you know, and that's all coming in and out of my bank account, that's, that's pretty scary, um, you know, but uh, luckily as things have been going, it's getting a bit more stable. But definitely I think any business has been kept up thinking about money. <laughs> okay, everybody's got a bucket list these days. What's yours? I think I think um, what my goal this year so far, and I'm doing okay, is you know, is making sure that um, maybe I don't spend as much money on eating out, and I spend that money on uh, making sure that my life is full. And so, uh, you know, my nephew and I, and uh, his girlfriend and my boyfriend, we're going we're going to Rome in a few months. Um, and I think hiring someone was a really big item list for me. Um, it makes me feel like a real business person, and so that's been really thrilling. Uh, yeah, and so just making sure I'm spending money 
on, on experiences and making sure that my life isn't just work, but hopefully using that work to uh, increase experiences uh, that, I can, that I can have. Now, do you have any advice that you may have received over the years from others that you can pass on to entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs? Um, well, I mean, one of the great entrepreneurs in Calgary is Jim Button, who helped create uh, Village Brewery. And uh, years ago, he, he would always say, like, don't say you're busy, don't say you're busy. And so him and I actually go back and forth on that because uh, sometimes as an entrepreneur, um, it's good to say you're busy. It means people are working with you. And so it's a bit of a marketing thing. And so to me, it's a bit, you know, celebrating that you're working and when you're not working, because there's definitely going to be times where it's really slow. Uh, if that happens, sometimes check your Gmail filters. One of the first mistakes I made when I started out, I was like, oh, I'm going to get organized on Gmail. And I set up all these filters. Uh, and I didn't honestly didn't get a single response from anyone in like three weeks. And I was really down on myself and I was like, Oh my God, I screwed up. I should have gone. And then it, it just occurred to me. I was like, Hey, wait a minute. I haven't gotten an email since the day I did my filters. And I looked and like, there was, I missed a, a press trip to Mexico. I missed all these amazing opportunities. And so trying not to get bogged down, but you know, uh, so, you know, Jim will say, don't say you're busy, but I like to say that you're, I'm busy, but like, that's a good thing. I'm happy to be busy. I'm happy to be working. Now, I got a strange, different question for you. There's a tropical island just off of Fiji that only has one phone booth there with no internet. Yeah. We're going to drop you off there, and you won't have a computer, smartphone, tablet, etc. This sounds like heaven. Where is <laughs> okay, you, now you can use the phone booth located there anytime to call the boat, and we'll come pick you up. How long would you last before you made that phone call? And what would you do while you were there? Well, it's tricky because my entire life is the internet. Like so, um, but whenever I do those, you know, I think I think around the holidays. I noticed this particular year. Um, I noticed this year in particular that it's getting a lot easier to sort of sign off for a bit around the holidays because I think everyone is doing it. And so when I'm on a vacation, say I take a few days off. It's, I still always feel that guilt because everyone else is working. The world is still moving. I'm the only one that stopped. But the holidays seems to be that time where almost everyone has stopped. And so uh, I know it always takes me a few days to come down from being like, oh, I need to be online. I need to be doing stuff. But once, I, once I'm off, then, it, then it's hard to get me back. Um, so I probably enjoyed a bit. Um, I think uh, I'm taking this answer very seriously. Sorry. <laughs> uh, and they, uh, for me, um, because my whole world is the internet and social media can pull you in a million directions, one of the reasons I go for walks is because I need to give my brain a break from the constant inundation that working online gives you. And so sometimes I'll think my to-do list is done and I'll written it out. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go for a walk. And then I'll think of like five more things while I was on that walk. I was like, oh yeah, this email, that thing. And so uh, I, would, I would try to enjoy it, but I mean, I couldn't take too long off. Uh, probably like a, I'd like to say a week, but I don't know if I could make it. it a week would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, how can our listeners get a hold of you? And is there anything you'd like to add before you leave us today? Yeah. I mean, the other thing um, I forgot to mention in my intro, sometimes I forget all the things I have, but I also have a podcast uh, and it's called I Quit. And it's, it's about entrepreneurs. Um, it's answering that question like should I quit my job to become an entrepreneur and so what I do on it is uh, interview entrepreneurs who quit their jobs how they did it 
you know, and I asked them those questions like, how, what about money and what about kids and what about all those things that all these reasons people don't give themselves all these excuses to not quit their jobs, you know? And so, um, I, you know, if you're asking around, if you're looking, if you're thinking about being an entrepreneur, uh, you know, price it out and see what the bare minimum you need to make is and see how long you can go. And then, uh, then you just work hard. You know, if you need to make $5,000 a month for you and your family to live, you need to figure out how to make $5,000. And sometimes it's making, it's doing projects you don't want to do, but um, I think once that once you have an entrepreneurial bug, it, it's in it's in your blood and it's hard to shake. Okay, and is there a way people can get in touch with? You? Oh yeah, sorry, yeah. I mean, literally any way uh, besides like writing in the sky, I guess. So like Mike's blog, theblog.com is the blog, and then I'm on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at Mike's Bloggity. Uh, yeah, and and sometimes in the newspaper, but <laughs> yeah. So it's it's yeah. Any way people want to reach out to me. Well, thanks, Mike, for being our guest on Calgary's podcast. I've learned a lot about you, your business, and I'm sure our listeners have as well. Thank you, Mario. Hey there. Thanks for taking the time today to listen to Calgary's podcast on Canada's podcast network. We hope you enjoyed the show today. Make sure you sign up for our newsletters and write a review for us on iTunes and then connect with us on Twitter Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, at Canada's Podcast. You can also check out what other entrepreneurs are doing across the country. See you next time.